Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Thursday, Thursday. Nah, if only. It's uh, Wednesday, your hot day edition of the Lori and Julia Show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We're all on the edges of our seats. Waiting for the big announcement tomorrow morning at 7 with Jason, Alexis, and Dawn. It's Project Down and Dirty 9. 9. That freaks me out that it's number 9. Yeah, well, I hope it's just, you know, going to be something that uh, everyone can be pleasantly excited about. Let me ask you these. Here are your options, Lori. Because I think that the Halloween thing is a rumor that started. I said that My the Julia. first thing when she said brouhaha after um, B. Arthur gave us the dates, she said bro. I don't think that meant Halloween. That's I think what that I decided. Just, that just and because be of the dates but are... But you're saying that has started. The rumor effect has trickled down to all the other shows. Oh. Well, it, here's my, here are my options. Mm-hmm. Halloween, the um, musical. <laughs> Halloween, yeah. the musical? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, they, we did the mesh. We did the monster <laughs> mesh. You know? Okay, that's one song. Okay, but there's more. <laughs> yeah, there are. Ooh, <laughs> you right? know, we could make ghostly. We could make sounds. Okay, so Halloween, the musical. There could be Halloween, like Holly said, the sets, where we would design a room at the soap factory, which is going to be at Rosedale. So we would design and man a set man a room or something mm-hmm. scare people there would be yeah Halloween. we'll find out tomorrow yeah. and i don't want to hear you speculate one I, more second about this because you speculated every day about this and it's the same thing i had another you one don't but give you me, didn't let me get but in where's one. the fresh speculation for a new idea give me that one it's going to be we are actually going to be working at a business, and we're going to be helping customers. We're going to work at the airport. Uh, no. No. No, no, project down and dirty the airport. No, no, no. no, that's not gonna no. the security, all yeah, that. That's, yeah. that's not going to work. But I like how you just threw that out there. Project <laughs> down and dirty the Timberwolves. Yeah. Or project down and dirty sports. Okay, yeah. Should we play Jeopardy? So yeah, we let's, can let's, let's, yeah. uh, Thank you. let's uh, take it like a turn here. Let's play a little pop culture Jeopardy right. with you two. Okay. Here we go. Uh, let me just turn that down here. So, uh, name the movie. Name the movie. Stupid is as stupid does. What is Forrest Gump? That's right. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Julia. I had no point. idea. You don't remember him saying that? No. Oh, okay. You're A point for stupid. Julia. Here we go. This psychological thriller starred your boy, Brad Pitt, Ed Norton, and Meatloaf. Fight Club? 
Fight Club it is. Good job, Lori. Fight Club. I was going to say seven. That's the only other one okay. I know. Fight it's Club. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman was seven, yeah. All right, here we go. This film introduced us to a young Natalie Portman who took out a whole bunch of French bad guys. Who is Luc Besson's? Um, yeah, who is the Luc French Besson's the director and yes. the name of the movie? Is, is it West one Side or two Story? words, Donnie? It's two words. Yeah. Who is um, Little Philly? No. Uh, no. Uh, uh, don't I get a half a point for no. knowing Luc Besson, no. the no. director? Well, really? No. I do. No. No. I, yeah. I didn't no. ask you who directed right. it. But, I mean, that's a deep cut. It well, is a deep and cut. And it was a show off moment, too. Yeah, yeah well, it was a good one. Well, should we give you points for showing off? Well, that's the true director I of the movie that we're uh-huh. trying to guess the name of. So uh-huh. the fact I know the obscure director and can't oh, think boy, of the name to be I worth a half a point. I want to give it to you, Laurie. Thank I really you, do, but I'm going to ask the judge. Donnie, are you going to give it to her? Fine, give her the half a no! point. No, she didn't get the answer. You just asked me if I was going to yeah, give her half a point. you just asked him. Okay, get a half. Who, what's the name? The Professional. The Professional. The that professional. was a great movie. The I've guy, never seen it. Is oh, it yeah. French? A French movie? Or? Uh, well, the director's French, the director's but it's French. not French. It's not but maybe French. that uh, the actor in it, is he French? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. Okay, Do I have to write that down? Young. The Professional? The Professional. Uh, yeah. It's, there we go. Geez, that's like 20 years old, that movie. Over that. Yeah, she was early teens? Maybe. 12. Oh, she was 12? In your wow. own description you just gave us. You said she was... No, I just said young. I oh. didn't say I didn't age. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was like 11 or 12. Okay. Never right. even Let's heard move on. of it. Uh, this film brought Claire Danes to the big screen and gained, gave teen moviegoers an extra dose. Romeo of, and Juliet. Yes, Romeo and Juliet. With Leonardo. Leonardo. Uh, I never saw it. Sort of a modern retelling of Romeo mm-hmm. and Juliet. Because it wasn't going to be shot. Is that in Thailand where they shot the film at? No. Okay, never mind. All right, here we go. So, uh, Lori, what do you have? Two? Two and a half. Two and a half. I really feel like that's a cheat. uh, Okay. How can it be a cheat when that was (laughs) the actual director? Yeah, let's move on. It's really not. Here we go. Okay, we're just, now we've set a precedent for director's names. (laughs) That's all I'm I'm saying. Speaking of directors, uh Clint Eastwood showed that he is still the best at creating riveting westerns with this classic. Oh, come on. I know it. We yeah. both know come it. Come on, you two. I know. We I didn't like it. Classic Western. No, it was... Um, you just did it, right? I know. It One was, word. Um, something... Um, One word title. Outlaw. No. 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 Uh-huh. That's a good one, Lori, because I thought it was that. No. Yeah. The it's Outlaws. It's not Tombstone. It's not that. Not Tombstone. Um, it wasn't Grand Torino. Oh. No, that wasn't a cowboy. That was no, a I Western. No, um, Is it the recent one, or is this one that well, they no, won the Academy Award for? No, no, it's not recent. It's so the one that they won the Academy Award for. Yeah, par- perhaps. I, I yes. don't have that information at the, my It fingertips. wasn't the Outlaws? It wasn't it Outlaws. Wasn't I see that. No, no, no. But I see no. the O. The good, yeah, the bad, no the o. ugly. The... No, no. Laughed later, later. We don't know. But, Donnie, these are right. man questions. They not, oh, come on. I, you Forrest Gump is a man movie. We're going to be so mad Forrest when you tell. Forrest Gump is a man movie? What was yeah. the last movie that you just got right? She got Romeo and Juliet. I don't know what kind of a mood you're in today, but I'm about to snap a rubber band on you. (laughs) All right, it's the Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Great movie. All right, here we go. This classic, you'll you'll get this right away, so be on your toes, both of you. This classic thriller featured one particular scene with Sharon Stone. Indecent proposal. That made it an instant hit. Yeah. Still, you just said it. No, 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 no. Basic Instinct. Oh, Basic fine. Instinct was the oh, name of that God. movie. Basic Instinct. It's your rubber band m- mood today, Julia. That, that's not allowing you to snap into position right now. <laughs> rubber band man. 
Oh, it's three okay. and a half to one yeah. for Julia and one for Jeopardy. Okay, here we go. I just want to make sure I got the uh, the right the right movie here. I think I do. Uh, Nineteen ninety five epic crime film directed by Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, Goodfellas, Joe Pesci, and James Woods. No, it wasn't uh, Gangs of New York. Wasn't no, no. that one? What year was it? Nineteen ninety five. It's not Goodfellas. It is not Goodfellas. Casino. It is Casino. Thank you. Yes, good job. What did you call it though? You called Goodfellas. it Goodfellas. You called it. No, he said it was something with gangs. No, I didn't say that. Oh. Epic Again, crime film. I'm going to call crime this. film. Yeah. Uh, Never the, said gangs. I didn't utter the You words. said gangs as one of your answers, like the gangs of New York. I did, but he said crime film. I, <laughs> I lost yes. really bad. Oh, you were. Boy, she cleaned your clock. I lost really yeah. bad. I own it. Okay. Thank you for loser. letting the judge make I the lost. ruling on the director. Yeah. That was very generous. You needed it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I only because that's like the only movie that, I could was name drop cut. of Luc Besson. Luc Besson. Is he, yes, I don't even know who that is. French, French auteur director. Yes. I don't know. I oh. know he directed that movie. Yeah. You read that in Vanity Fair or something? Probably. Sure that's sure. where all of her sure. memories come from. Before the internet, there was Vanity <laughs> Fair. That's that's the way Rory right, rules. Uh, move on. All right, all right, let's. Uh, it's time for random thoughts. It's a perfect break <laughs> in the afternoon for this. We'll be. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Hello. Sorry, we were just working out a family, we're working issue. Out a family situation. Oh my God. Oh Not God. between us. Really? But, just, but there's something so there's stressful. There's always something going on in your families. I know well, it. It's all families. We were just talking about the different ways that men process things, and this is an over speculation yes. of women, is women get emotionally tied to something, and men are able to just... Julia and I feel emotionally responsible about something that the guys in the family don't feel emotionally responsible for. That's and it's really normal. stressful. That's normal. I know. <laughs> it is, that's the difference between <laughs> men and, and women. women. <laughs> and it, and it totally. carries... Yeah. Like, the guys can just let it go. Oh, yeah. It sits with us. Yeah. Oh. And when it something sits with me, you know it's really... I know. Yeah, because I'm more able to... You, you can know, brush things off better. Well, I, I, yeah. I, well, you, you can... I do it because I think... This is my theory. I've never been a mother. But yeah, on this one, it's it's something. It's a kind natural of. instinct. Yes, we're, we're caretakers. We are caretakers, and I am because I got to remember, I am a hell of a bonus mom you and are. a great auntie Mame. You are, and it, and it's just something that is just kind of and taking a glamour. Over. Oh, and a glamour. Bravo! We found yeah. that title. Yeah. Okay, okay, I found something kind of fun today. But, so, okay. um, you know, our joy of combining words and making new words mm-hmm. out of need and necessity yeah. because they're right next to each other and. I can't read a book. It's a handy thing that dyslexic people have that they (laughs) need to start employing. My kids are like, are you even dyslexic, mom? You just don't even, what are you? (laughs) And I said, I don't know. You're mom. Take it or leave it. Okay, so these are some great new words. And I think they define a lot of people that maybe we know in our own personal life or would need a case to use these. Do you think you know someone who's an ask hole? Oh, yeah, I probably do. Okay, what do you think it means? It's somebody who's always asking for 
favors and they never grant a favor back in return. Okay, you're taking a little further, but it's someone who always asks you so many stupid, questions. pointless, yeah, obnoxious yeah. Questions, questions that have nothing to do with what are anything. You an ask hole. <laughs> Isn't that a good one? <laughs> okay, um, here's one um, a chair drobe. A what? A, a, ch- a chair drobe. Um, oh, it's where people pile. They just throw throw their clothes on top of a chair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used becomes, to have a stationary bike robe, a yes. bike robe, you know, a floor robe, a chair robe. I think that's kind of. I have a, a bench robe. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> same. Okay. What about a selfish? You're such a selfish. You're always taking selfies. No, you're always you're a rude person who continues to talk on their phone when they're in front of small private groups or in front of people. Or like checking out. Or is just obnoxious. Checking out. Checking out, talking on their phone. Wait a minute, can you just hold on? I'm checking out a target. You're selfish. Mm -hmm. Instead of self, you know, C-E-L-L. Did you like Apple's new word yesterday, the slow feed that they put the camera on? I'm going to show you with with my phone. I know it. So you you do it with any phone. I got slow-mo. This is, I was like, why is Apple acting... Uh, because like, they're just showing you it wasn't Apple who was doing it. It was other it's on a new phone, but there are other people. But I mean, sh- I've had super slow mo, slow mo. I mean, we've had it on I the I never Android. knew what it meant. It's because this new phone really isn't much different than the old phone. Is that yeah. why? So they have to come up with something. All right, I'm going in slow are you, are you motion. Doing now? I'm doing it to Julia. I'm doing Lori, move slowly. Uh, well, you don't have to do anything. It's just slowly <laughs> filming you. It's so so silly. Mm. It doesn't so, yeah. do anything. Yeah, I've got hyperlapse. That one's kind of fun. What does that do? I don't know. <laughs> I have time lapse. I never used any of these things. Yeah, okay. Same. Moving on. Okay. All right. To master dating. What's a master dating? Well, it's somebody like who's graduated like you from being a dating toddler <laughs> to becoming a master dater. Yeah, that makes sense. No, but it, you're using it in a different form of the word. Oh. It means um Going alone to a movie or a restaurant. I'm a master dater instead of masturbator. I'm oh. a master dater. Oh, oh yeah. I'm kind of a, a master dater. Yeah, I think a master dater is somebody who's really mastered the art of dating, yeah. that they've been a toddler, That's a, a better teenage one. dater, and now they're, yeah. Okay, now. Like, you could just be, like, you're you're good at going solo. Yeah, you're I'm good going at going solo. Okay, so here's, here's one, and this is just, um... Oh, that was such a conversation. Well, it was so stupid. It was worthless conversation. Yeah. It brought no one yeah. anywhere further to a point. It was. In fact, we we know someone in our family that we no one wants to ever have a conversation with that people like run away from mm. for fear we'll get stuck having a conversation. <laughs> oh boy! And not no <laughs> no. It, it is no. so. There's, there's nothing, nothing worse is said. It's just yeah. that yeah. a conversation. Yeah. The person is right in front. of Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So you have to do something. Hey, so I heard oh, about and then they... And then we went and got the car washed <laughs> and picked up some donuts. You and did you read that story in the paper? <laughs> I can't have another non-versation with you. Okay. Um, all right. How about a um, carolepsy? Carolepsy? Mm-hmm. You have an unreliable car that starts... Sometimes it good. doesn't That'd start. That'd be good. But mm-hmm. it's a condition where the passenger falls asleep as soon as the car oh, starts moving. That's Casey. Casey. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's a carolepsy. Yeah, he's a carolyptic. <laughs> or an errorist. Errorist. A-I-R? No, E-R-R-I-O-R-I-S-T. Somebody makes a lot of mistakes. Always. And the same ones. Oh. And, or, or, and is always wrong. Yeah. Oh, that person's such an errorist. I don't know about that word. No. Catching on. How about destinentia? And I'm pronouncing it wrong. Like dementia, but with destination. Distentia. Casey has this. Mm-hmm. We can go to multiple places, uh, and he doesn't remember that we've been there before. And so it's like going there all over again. Or, New, fresh. Right. It's like <laughs> destination no- dementia. Yeah, yeah. He can't remember unless there's food. Sometimes it's the food memory connects. <laughs> Sugar would even help the food memory connect more. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he'll, he'll be like, oh, we did this before? I'm like, yeah, don't you remember? And... He hit his head on, uh, in a motorcycle accident, so he really does have like a short-term memory thing, yeah. and that is one of his memory things that went clunked. And Just so we can do a lot of things over, over again. But if it involves food, there's a little bit nine more of a times point. out of ten he remembers it. I like that <laughs> the way to his heart. Yeah. I think out of these, the asshole, mm-hmm. the. Um, Nonversation. No, the nonversation. Oh, the nonversation like is really good. Mm-hmm. And the um, distentia is kind of good. But what they say in here is that the distentia is when you forget why you were going to someplace. That happened oh, to me yeah. just this morning. I went from room. the upstairs to the downstairs. Yep. Completely forgot. Yeah, you what had is distentia. That? Do it every day. My dad would call it something else. I'm not going to repeat what he calls it. <laughs> OA is what he says. It's OA. Now we have to figure it out. Oh, it's so easy. It's staring you right in the face, you guys. Three letters. Three letters. We'll be back. Okay. <laughs> I love it when you call me, senorita. I wish I could pretend I didn't need you. But every touch is la la la. We running. Oh, you keep me coming for you. Like to know what to This is something. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday 9-11. We're remembering 9-11 today. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of like really sweet and moving and wonderful Tributes things online, online and really stuff. Are, yeah. yeah, there are. And in our three o'clock hour, we talked about or played the um, there's 16 legacy FDNY candidates this year that are joining the firefighter uh, department in new york city and all of their fathers were 
died in yes. 9-11. So, yes. um, but also another, you know, heavy thing that, uh, that coincides with the 9-11 week is that September 10th is suicide awareness day. day. And then mm-hmm. the whole week though is suicide. I think the the 10th, they call it suicide prevention day. And then the whole week is suicide awareness week. Yes. week. And I wondered when, um, I watched uh, Marie Osmond on the talk on Monday because she joined and she's yes. new and we're both like, she's going to be so great on that show because she, she intersects with so many people in Hollywood and she's been in the business so long and, and she's, she's so real. nice and, real. Uh, and she's and she shares and she shares. And I thought it'll be interesting to see what she says. Uh, if, if she brings up anything to do, because remember her son took his life, yes. jumped off a balcony mm-hmm. And I, he was twenty something, and um, maybe maybe eight years ago, something like that. But I wondered if Marie would bring that up, or if she would talk about it. So this is from the talk uh, yesterday, where she talks about. Uh, I don't know if it came up as a, something to do with mothers, uh, but anyway, here we go. For example, when when my son died, um, I, I chose to go to work a week after he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, his funeral. Mm. And the people were so cruel because of me choosing to show my children they had to keep living. Yeah. Right. Right. And they were, you know, the things that they said. And it hurt my children yeah. more than anything that they would, would go through that. Another thing recently is my daughter is gay. And um, I, I went to her wedding. She just got married. Mm-hmm. And people were shaming me. Uh, because of supporting my daughter. And you know, the thing is, is that um, you should never shame anyone. Or especially... and And I think especially for loving your child. Yeah, and I, you know, and it's, it's interesting because I do think you know, how can anybody... It was 10 years ago. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that. Um, how can anybody judge anybody how they go through their grief? That it's too soon, that you're taking too much time, that, gosh, get over it already, or anything. I think until anybody's walked those steps, no one has a right to judge. Well, and, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely... And suicide in particular, because for most people... The suicide of, of in, and I'm speaking from personal experience, my first nephew, it'll be the 10-year anniversary this September, oh, and my wow. other nephew will be three years in September, mm-hmm. is the ripple effect that suicide has. That, it, you know, it's, and Marie Osmond, I think, talked about this on her CBS when she and Donnie sat down. Mm-hmm. You don't, it. you never get over it. You never get through it. It's just something, it comes and goes, and it hits you harder, depending on what is going on. But you'll never be through it. It isn't anything that you can, you'll, because you can't ever, you won't ever figure out what the answer sure. is. It's, mm-hmm. it's just endless. And so it, the ripple effect carries on, and it just, you know, and some days are better than others. And as more time goes on, But it's so huge, that ripple effect. You think of it as like a penny dropping in, and it just keeps spreading and spreading because it is so, it it affects 
everyone, everyone. even if you just knew somebody a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, and it also leads to people, you know, like I think, in, I think my second nephew that took his life, I don't, I really don't know that he would have done it if his beloved cousin, who was more like an uncle to him, right. hadn't done it. And mm-hmm. we didn't realize how, like, it's like catchy. In families. In families, in schools. This is mm-hmm. why in schools, if it happens, they get the counselors in right away. Right. It puts the idea, because of course, with young people, nothing seems permanent. Right. Or forever, so you can but you yeah, can act in the on it. It feels like it's going to go on forever. Yeah. So anyway, if uh, you know, if 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 you've ever had anyone, you know, the you just have to listen without judgment to somebody. Ask them if they're okay. Have patience, and you can uh, ask them. Have you talked to anybody about this? Would you like to get help? And you know, there's there's. Uh, there's hope out there, of course, and help for people. But I just think that with young people, it, it is such a, I mean, it's like this, the second leading cause of death. Oh. Yeah, it's really, really. Yeah. So, you know, I think Marie, I think already just, you know, talking about that because also she's Mormon. Oh, so right. And there, the there's so much thing. more judgment oh, yes, around that. Yeah. yeah. And her son, Michael, was 18 when he jumped off an apartment building in L.A. You know, my sister's uh, or boy, uh, the one that died three years ago, mm-hmm. he was 20. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's so young. They don't even like you're just like, ah, what are what? Why didn't why didn't anyone know? And sure. and he did reach out to one person that night. And that kid has to live with that right. he his phone had died or something right. like that. So you see the ripple effect over there. Sure. I mean, it's 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 really it's the the number is one eight hundred two seven three talk if you need to reach out to somebody. But oh gosh, don't I just I feel for everybody who has to. It's the wor- It's just the worst thing for a family because mm-hmm. just it's just and it's also very. I think. Um, you don't, and I like how Marie does it. And I've started doing this too. You just say that somebody died yeah, because people have this reaction to suicide that makes them uncomfortable. And you're already feeling like, do I want to have to explain? Because very often people don't mean to, Oh, what happened? Were they depressed? Oh, well, duh. What do you think? I mean, what, you know, people don't right. know what to say. So yeah, sometimes it's almost yeah. easier to just say somebody has died or passed away than say what it was. Because I don't know. I don't know if Americans just are, are we weirder about well, grief or I, I, death? No, I don't know. You know, more or like when people more, say, "Oh, they're in a better place," and no, God must have needed it. an angel. Oh, you know, Marie said in what her son was going through depression, mm-hmm. and that he had gone through rehab, and and he had just uh, entered it, and then she got a call from him, and he said to her, "Mom, you know, I have no friends," um, and it brought you know his thoughts back to his depression, what he's going through. And, and um, she explained that she was depressed, but I'm not a depressed person, but I understand darkness because I've been, Marie mm-hmm. had some, she, everyone's had struggles. We've all, you know, yeah. and she told him, Mike, I'm going to be there Monday. It's going to be okay. And she said, you know, depression <sighs> doesn't wait till Monday. 
Yeah. Oh, I remember gosh. that. Gosh, yeah, wow. So now that's something, I mean, think about oh, living oh. with that as a mother. Yeah, yeah it's just uh, the grief goes on and on and I on I think the key people. thing is if someone's talking to you about, you know, suicidal thoughts, no judgment and listen. Yes. And then if, and be patient know, when listening and, and encourage off- them to talk and don't interrupt and... Just listen. Just listen. And then if you're not skilled to deal with it or need to tell someone, tell someone mm-hmm. so they can get other help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I think Marie's going to be amazing I on the talk. Because and- she's willing to go there and share herself and be so much more real. Than, yeah. And, and she has so much more, so many more. She's really had a big life. Yeah. And it's, you know, yeah, she has. Really- and she's had her own battles with depression. Well, yeah. 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 So anyway. All right. Well, there mm-hmm. you go. Listen, we've got to Hollywood speak, and there's so much. I want to get to it a little bit early, only because there is some juicy stuff that needs our full attention. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Yeah, Tom, riddle me this. Jamie Spears still controls Britney Spears' wallet. He's not a conservator, but he's in charge of the wallet. Well, he didn't want all the BS. He just wanted the money. I don't know. Still wants to be paid. I, well, but you know, it's kind of interesting because I'm trying to think of what... Jody's in charge of Brittany the person. Right. She's the conservator, but Jamie is still in control of Brittany the, the wallet. Well, mm-hmm. he got he got to get the stuff that he wanted to deal with and got rid of the rest. Apparently, there's two conservatorships. One over the person... And one over this state. So daddy wanted to be a good daddy and gave up the right to take care of his daughter, but not her money. That is sweet parental love. Okay, so listen, I know <laughs> it is. But so this Jody, I was listening to Colleen and Bradley. So Jody and her husband, who have this finance partnership, are splitting up. And their theory is that Jody maybe has been spending some extra hours with Jamie. The dad. So maybe Jody and Jamie have something going on. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I heard that on Cobra. Mm -hmm. That's out there. Anyway. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'll mm -hmm. I'll accept that and move along. Mm -hmm. But I think that's interesting parental love. Yep. I don't want to deal with the BS. I just want to deal with the cash. Yeah. Okay. At Um, some point, Lori. Okay. Jeremy Renner is not having a good September. He'd take down his app. (laughs) That That silly silly app that I don't even know. Did he even know he had an app? And Jeremy Renner has been paying his, uh, I don't know if he ever married this Sonny Pacheco, or if they were married or what, but they have a daughter, Ava Berlin. How old is she? They did get, they were married because uh, she filed for divorce in early 2015. Okay. That whole year, the whole of 2015, there's story after story about Sonny and Jeremy, yep. the custody, drama, yep. blah, blah, blah. They, have they not- lodged a lot of accusations, as you remember. Yep. Remember, both, both ways. Both ways. It truly seemed like a very nasty divorce. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the end of the day, they had joint custody. Renner pays his ex-wife 13000 a month okay. in child support and alimony. And since then, there have been smaller fights. Jeremy Renner put up a fight when a, uh, uh, Sonny, Sonny wanted him to pay extra for this special... Beverly Hills Nursery School that, you know, she wanted her daughter to go to. Sure. Anyway, it's going to get messy again. 
Because okay, why? There's a bump of the road. The ex-wife is seeking. She's going into first grade. Sole custody. Oh wow! Uh-oh. Court documents show that Sunny filed her request on Tuesday. She's asking for the sole legal and physical custody of their six-year-old daughter. She wants monitored visitation. Oh dear. And she is submitting documentation backing up her request to change everything. And uh, remember, they were married for just 10 months. Yeah, that was a, a brief one. Um, Boy, this seems very sudden. Well, yeah, I have. I cannot only. I, I wonder what, what, are the what, what the big thing, yeah. something big something happened. Something big did yeah. happen, and I don't know what it is. Well, we know things are about to get mess, massively messy again. So the Hollywood <laughs> speak on this is keep our eyes and ears alerted for all blind items. Uh, at least he's got the Jeep commercials. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Okay. But boy, that's... Boy, they it's had good. joint custody. I know, Lori. And now she okay, wants to Okay, so this could go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would mean she's making a plea because she wants more money. And I'm just saying these are the two different ways my mind that's is... That's a bad Hollywood speak on that because you... Would people would do that right and left? You the the court wants if you've got two involved parents, they lean towards and in California towards fifty fifty custody. You're such an expert after Brad, Brad and Angelina. Angelina. Yeah, you talk okay, about well, speaking of Brad and Angelina, talk about Maddox. Maddox talked to a reporter uh, in a in South Korea where he's going to school. Yes. At Yonsei University, Angelina is now calling him and telling him, don't answer any more random. Absolutely not. But he was asked about whether his siblings are happy about his college journey. Maddox gave the classic 18-year-old response. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Then, that was just the icebreaker question. From the sure. enterprising South I've just Korean got a couple entertainment. Questions yeah. for you. I want to see how college is going. So, what does your family think about it? Yeah. Do they like it? Is yeah. your dad coming to is visit? Is your dad going to come now? He said, I don't know about that or what's happening. And then the person said, Well, well what, what about. Are you not speaking to your dad? Is the relationship over? And he said, what, Well, whatever happens, happens. So those mean? two aren't speaking. No, okay. not no, at all. Not at all. But you can see her totally, or him totally getting in there. Well, tell me, is your dad going to come see you? Right. Yeah. What's up? Are you guys hanging out together, you and your dad? Maddox's pretty good though. I guess yep. he was pretty tight-lipped there. Yep. Okay. Here's another one for you. Uh, Nick Jonas is facing backlash for having a lit cigar on the cover of a cigar magazine called Aficionado. Okay. People get a life. Jeez. It's called Cigar. Aficionado. And he's holding a cigar. And I think getting, everyone ever on a cover of this magazine has a cigar. Holds a cigar. I that his makes fans me, think he he's sending the wrong message. Oh, for God's sakes! All of his fans, you need to take a chill pill, people. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> I think this is what it was. Okay. He wrote on his Insta, sharing his cover. He's pumped to be the first person under thirty to hold a cigar. On the cover of one of his favorite magazines. Now, I don't believe for a second that Nick Jonas has ever subscribed to Cigar Aficionado. Yeah, got a free one. Okay. Well, he gets it for free, but I do think some people do. That's what love it was when he said cigars. that I'm the first yeah. person under 30, yeah. and then the big lie about it being one of his favorite magazines. Does anyone believe Nick Jonas? Never picked up a gun. Yeah. Mm hmm. 
And on the behalf of Priyanka, stop bringing up that you're under 30. She's trying to get you to look older. I know. You know? Right? What is going on there? I don't know. Okay, here's another one for you. Let's <laughs> see how, how you like it. This one. Olivia Coleman is on the cover of the Vogue October issue. And she's um, from across the pond, and she's going to play the queen in the new the crown. crown and she was in broad church i love her and she love was in fleabag and she was in uh the favorite yes the I movie that my that mom yet. hated i don't know if i can get myself to watch it laurie my mom's description of that movie is the best it's a bunch of women diddling around with the dirty old queen <laughs> but you kind of liked it you said I did because I love a, I love a period Peace. film. You know, right. I love that whole whatever. Anyway, okay, so she's she's here's what she shared with the magazine. Um, she on her body, she said, over the years, pounds have gone on, and my body has changed. I've had children. If someone doesn't like me because of the size of my bum, they can bleep off because I'm quite a nice person to be with. Actually, <laughs> I love that's that. a, that's a good great. Isn't that a good philosophy? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I like her a lot. I think uh, she's a brilliant actress. Remember what a yeah. funny speech she gave when she oh, won the Academy Awards? She's hysterical. hysterical. She's hysterical. Yeah, she yeah, really is She's charming. a keeper. I mean, she's one of those just funny, funny. I think we're going to fall in love with, you know, the Fleabag lady when we get to see her on Phoebe the stage. I, when she mm-hmm. wins her Emmy for yeah. Fleabag, people are going to go crazy because she's, she's so deliciously yummy. I can't wait to see her yeah. accept some sp- Speak, yeah. you know, do some stuff. Boy, I finished uh, watching Chernobyl with Casey. I looked him at the end of it. And of course, this takes place in 19, was it 85, 86? Is it or 86? Yeah, 86 is, is when it? that. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But after yeah. it was over, I looked at Casey. I said, the Russians are very effective at whatever they put their mind to. There's no doubt they meddled in the rush in the election with all that stuff. They're so what they did in Chernobyl is incredible. The cover up, the cover up and how they did it and all the P I mean, it's because of the state of how they operate, which is that the motherland is the everything and mm-hmm. you're just whatever. I mean, it was, it was astonishing. That is going to win a lot of Emmys. Really? I think. Oh yeah. yeah. And Jared Harris. Has Jared a Harris. I'm going to watch it then. And Jared Ellen Skarsgård, you know, father of yes, Alexander yes. and Bill. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to watch. I, it is good. It's only six episodes. I watched, I started watching succession. Did you like it? Yeah. Cause they're just so cutthroat. And yeah. It's kind of loosely based on, on the, the Murdoch family. Yeah. It's so cutthroat. H- these two are HBO. So they're not yeah. going to be seen on Netflix or Amazon. No, They're good. And why would HBO? No, no, they've got their own HBO plus. Yeah, exactly. They're not giving their stuff well, to anybody. Of Showtime, Gretchen Carlson uh, giving an interview about the show that not very many people watched on Showtime called the loudest voice. And she said, Naomi Watts really got me and understood the courage it took to come forward. It's not always easy to be a whistleblower, Lori. No. Mm-mm. She thought she did an amazing job. And then she also said it was surreal having Naomi I play bet. her. I mean, the whole thing about how that all went Kidman down. Was in yeah. the, no, uh, who watched that? Show. I, I think you're mixing you're up mixing two different things. You're mixing it up. I'm mixing, mixing up the movie with the coming TV out. Okay. Yeah, Nicole yes. Kidman and Charlize Theron play Gretchen in Carlson and Megan Fox in the movie. That's yeah. not out. The right. loudest voice is was Showtime. Show. Roger Ailes played by... Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yes. My brother told me 
I think about this show. I think he watched it. He said it's too much about Roger Ailes. It is. Completely. And he said that's what made it not be as great like, as it oh. could have been because it should have. I thought it was going to be the whole big picture mm-hmm. of what was going on. All right, well, good for. Her. And Kate Hudson's fifteen-year-old son points out she didn't ask if she could post a video of him. He called her out on Insta. I kind of like that. I know it. Oh it's yeah, like, hey, mom. That's the age. Don't even. Don't ever say my name in public. <laughs> Don't even say you're my mother. Yeah, when Paltrow's daughter did the same thing. Oh, yeah. You don't have my permission. Uh-uh, stay away, mom. Every parent everywhere is having yeah. these conversations. All right, listen, we'll be back. We got some music news. Hang out with us.